welcome back to Five Things. I'm your host, Angie B. And as always, I am thrilled that you are tuning in this week. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to listen. I'm very excited and happy that you are here. Last week, I touched upon some travel apps and resources that I'm just really excited about at the moment. And it's a bit of a sneak peek into what I want to be a travel theme for next month. However, this week, I'm back on the topic of nonlinear career trajectories, starting at one place, ending up someplace else, and just the various turns that happen sometimes throughout our career, especially during times of COVID. My guest today is Jared Schachter. Jared is an entrepreneur, investor, and remote worker. He started his career as a management consultant at McKinsey and Company, after which he spent a couple of years at Uber, where he led their global accessibility program from their San Francisco headquarters. After getting tired of large organizations and the nine-to-five grind, he decided to branch off and do his own thing. And he is here to talk about that journey, and I'm excited to go over five particular areas that I want to touch upon because I'm really fascinated with his journey and I'm just so thrilled that he is here today. Make sure to read his full bio on the website and as always I'm going to link to anything that we talk about and you'll be able to get a full picture of his background. Jared, thank you so much for being a guest this week. Um, really interested in in your story and can't wait to do a little bit of a deep dive into how your career trajectory has been unlinear and what that journey has been like for you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And I'm looking forward to telling you a bit about it. Awesome. So you, you had this nine to five hardworking every day, Monday through Friday type of work and after a couple of years, you just started to feel tired. Was there a last straw moment that was the turning point for you? Or was this something that just kind of built up slowly and then you eased into your freelancing career? I'd say it was a bit of both. Um, over a period of, I always, it, it was a kind of a, it came in multiple phases. So at first I wanted to be more entrepreneurial because I thought that it would might be something I'd enjoy more, but I was that, very early in my career. I, I I knew it was something I should maybe look into, and I kept pushing myself to be more entrepreneurial. But I didn't really have that innate drive. Um, and then the second phase was I really started to see that hey, you know, there are some signs that I'm not really getting the satisfaction out of my more nine to five job that I could be. The main one really being that I always felt like I was kind of one rung below making the decisions and, and being somebody who mattered within the organization I was working with. So there was always somebody above me who I didn't always feel like was any more competent. They might have been older, but I didn't feel like was any smarter or was any more thoughtful. But they were always the ones who ultimately made the decisions. Um, so that really started to, to impact me. And then finally, I, so at that point I was like, yeah, hey, I'm, I want to think about this freelance thing. And then one day, um, I was sitting in a meeting and it was just, 
I don't even know what it was about the meeting. I was like, this is just a waste of my time. Like I, I had a plan <laughs> at that point to say, Hey, I'm, I think I'm going to quit that I was working at Uber at that time. I, I'm going to quit and maybe here's my plan. I'm going to work until summer, take some summer vacation, work a bit more. And then maybe in like eight or 12 months, I'm going to quit. And then I was, yeah, sitting in this meeting. I was like, what, what's the point? Like, why would I wait eight or 12 months? It's just a complete waste of time. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to quit as soon as I can find one client uh, to at least pay my rent. Um, so immediately after that meeting, uh, actually in a, in a funny way, um, I had already been chatting with somebody, just helping him on the side, just because he's an old friend of mine. And I was like, hey, by the way, I'm actually thinking about leaving and quitting my job and doing consulting. If you'll um, take me on as a client, I'll quit within two weeks and we'll start. And that's how it happened. And he was like, sure, let's do it. That's fascinating that you, you realized I can't do this anymore and forget the summer vacation and forget another couple of more months. Let's just jump ship now. That is, I know a lot of people that have that exact feeling. They're sitting in that meeting and they're just like, I can't do this anymore, but they don't jump because they don't know what to do next. They just don't know what they want to do. They, it's a big risk to take to upend their careers like that. So they just kind of struggle, you know, struggle through it, suffer in silence. So that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you was how did you find this first client? And it's great that that came from a side hustle kind of where you were helping somebody and it just said, look, let me trans this will be kind of my transitional uh, moment. How did so when, when you finally said, okay, if, if you're going to work with this client full time, what did you do after that? Did you set up a website? Did you go out and reach out to other network? How, what was the next steps for you once you said, yeah. okay, I'm now a freelancer? Well, I think that before I get to the next step, I think one of the first steps I took prior to that was my job at that time still provided me a lot of benefits that made it so it was harder to quit. Like if I quit my job at Uber, I would have to leave San Francisco, for example. Um, and I'd have to leave a good lifestyle. And there are many perks. But so what I did prior to getting this client was I very proactively side hustled, whether not necessarily for money for other people, but I tried just to create my own comp app, essentially, like everyone in SF does. Um, <laughs> uh, with some friends, uh, I did a lot of online courses every day. Basically, uh, I would stay for an hour or two after work and work on my own stuff. Um, so in that way, it wasn't like an immediate transition into being more entrepreneurial or to being a freelancer, but I was gaining entrepreneurial skills, which a freelancer is a type of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial skills while at my current job, which allowed the transition to be much easier because in that way I was well prepared to actually help this client or many other clients because I had such a wide range of skills being learning from my regular job, but then also really learning um, on the side. So I wanted to just throw that out there because it does take work and it takes time. And I really think that there's, um, depending on the type of person you are, some people are ready to just say, hey, I'm quitting and take the leap. I take definitely a more kind of structured approach, which is I'm going to learn a bunch on the side. Um, also, it gives you a bit of a sense for the things you like to do. Then I'm going to say, hey, when I get this first client, right when I get my first client that allows me to pay some of my bills, then I'll quit. Uh, so I got that first client. And then after that, it was mostly like, hey, I had this one client, so it relieves some of the pressure. Um, 
And then what I did was I basically just created a list of all my contacts uh, who I thought were doing interesting things. And I basically was like, okay, the things I like, I could potentially consult in are like investing, um, in product management, um, in some operational type thing. And I wrote down all my contacts and I wrote down what type of thing I could potentially call, consult them for, or potentially what I could talk to them about. And I just set up a bunch of conversations and that's the next step I took uh, to get some more clients. And you basically really just have to put yourself out there. Like when I would be talking to somebody be like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm doing freelance consulting. Now here are some of the things that I've been helping some clients with. Uh, would you potentially be interested in working together? That's really valuable. Essentially you you're selling yourself. You are the product now. And so just like you would with, you know, PR agency or in the work that I do, or if you're trying to get new clients in marketing agency, you go out there and you sell and you let everyone know what it is that you're doing. But I think it's also really valuable what, what, you know, what you're talking about that it wasn't just this, you got up and left you there. There was actually stuff already brewing stuff that you had already in motion. And I think that's really valuable for people that, again, they feel that itch now that they're ready to do something else or suffering in silence it's really interesting that you met, that you bring that up because I think that that's something really important for people to start educating, take some online classes in the evening, start putting the feelers out there to see what, what's possible and, you know, launch that side hustle while you're planning the escape, you know, the escape route. So I think that's really valuable. I appreciate you sharing in detail um, what that process was like for you. What did you learn about yourself during this this change was there was there some revelation did you realize that you are much more resourceful than you thought or um you're you would have done this sooner had you like what was something that you've learned about yourself throughout that process hmm. well i mean and this takes me to where i'm at today which is what i learned is i actually like aspects of what is more technically a traditional nine to five type jobs mm -hmm. job such as working in a team um being able to be kind of a leader um not have to seek out new business all the time having a bit more security so i can focus on my work and i also like to do investing on the side so i'm just focused on the things i like doing as i didn't really like seeking out new clients um so what i learned was that uh I liked the flexibility of the lifestyle that freelancing gave me, which was actually great. I was like, look, I'm, this is affording me the best life I've had to date because I wasn't, you know, just grinding away and saying, Hey, I can't wait till I get this vacation upcoming. Like now I never really crave vacation in that way. I like having the flexibility of being able to do anything I want during the day at any time. Um, but what became apparent to me is that I missed some aspects of the job. Uh, of a regular type job, which is how I ended up where I am now, which is uh, I had a product at this startup called Safety Wing. And, and they were actually, it, it's interesting how I, this came about because it was really about putting myself out there. I bought their product. Um, they sent me a, um, I, I actually went to a networking event on freelancing and remote work first, met the CTO, but didn't really think anything of it, but their product made sense for me to use. So I bought it. And then they requested uh, some feedback on the product, an interview, a user interview, but the CEO who was supposed to do it never showed up. So I wrote him back saying, here's some feedback. And by the way, here's my background. Here's what I do. Do you think there could be a chance to work together? 
Nice. And I love that proactivity. Yeah. Yeah. Proactivity. So then at that point, that was a couple of years ago. And then we got on a call and I was like, I didn't end up joining the company. They became a consulting client. I didn't end up joining them for a year and a half later. But after that call, I told Sam, who's my partner, who has the one who's kind of pushing me to get more into remote work in the first place. And freelance. She's amazing. I, like, I love her. Yeah. 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 I was like, this is a dream company. Like this is, I think my version of what she calls the freedom lifestyle, which is being able to work more how you want and when you want. But uh, this was my version. Cause I was like, this combines what I love about being within a company, but this is a small company. I can be leader. I can have a team do all that type of stuff, but still live kind of the, the benefits of the lifestyle that freelance provides. Um, so at that point I was still did freelance for another year and a half. And because, I mean, still working at a regular job doesn't give you nearly as much. It gives you a lot more than a, than a regular nine to five in office job, but not the same type of flexibility as freelance does. Cause we were working and traveling, uh, all the time. Um, and it was able to take, you know, a few months off to go travel in South America and things like that, which is a bit more difficult when you're working in a company. Um, but that's what I kind of discovered, which is like, Hey, I, I love what this lifestyle gives me, but there are some things that it's missing for me personally and how I work. And so this is actually a great middle ground for me. Um, so that was a big lesson for me personally. So you got the best of both worlds at safety wing and it was because of proactivity and because it was a product that you liked and you said, let me give the CEO some feedback. I think that's fantastic. I, I, that's something that I, want to encourage listeners to to do is to really look at the things that they're using the the things that they're passionate about the products companies and be proactive in the way that you were because it could lead to having that perfect balance or you know that dream situation so you answered my last question so now i can ask you a different question and that is what advice do you have for people that want to do what you've done or looking to kind of find that middle ground between a little bit of structure, but also just the right amount of flexibility that we haven't covered. I, I, because I, I can't, I think with COVID so many people that I know personally are really going through this. They're, they're working remotely, which is fine, but they're still under this, this stress and this pressure because they are still, not loving what they're doing and mm -hmm. want to have a little bit more flexibility. Um, what, what else can you share? Cause I, th I think so far you've, you've shared so many wonderful, valuable points. I'm just wondering if there's any other additional um, uh, things that you can share, maybe even um, that has to do, cause I know you do some volunteer and, and philanthropy work. Um, maybe there's something there for, you know, listeners to, also maybe engage in to find inspiration or to find direction? What, what would you say? Yeah, that's a good question. So I guess, and this may or may not answer the question, but I'm just trying to, as you were saying that, I was just trying to think about the different um, levels of kind of flexibility, you're weighing flexibility versus stability. Um, and yeah. I think sometimes people think about it's either you're doing a regular job or nine to five in office or even remote, but nine to five, like the thing about safety wing is we're all remote and we're distributed across the world. So it's mostly asynchronous. We barely have meetings. Um, and it's not like you have to be in the office at a certain time. So I think where that's leading is on the far end of the spectrum of flexibility is like you're some sort of freelancer who has non-recurring clients that you're kind of doing small projects for, and you're always having to get this new business. And that can be, stressful and not much have not much security where i started was 
somewhere just with a bit more security than that, which I had like one client that was kind of a steady client that I knew would be recurring at least over the next three, four to six months. Um, and it wasn't a full-time thing, but I'd be working somewhere between like 15 to 25 hours for this person uh, and this company over that period of time. And although that was not enough to hit my um, targets in terms of my earnings, it was enough to allow me to get to have the security to then have to be able to take risks with other clients or other projects or other things. So I think that's something that's interesting to think about is what type of thing could you provide a client or what type of companies could you work for that you're doing something consistently at, that gives you line of sight over the next three to four months of some sort of recurring income? Because I think that's really important and will help allow you to jump into it. And that's been a suggestion that I've provided others, which is like find just one client who you think can be recurring over a period of time and it eases a lot of the mental stress. So that's definitely one thing to think about. Um, and then the next level is kind of my company, which is like you're working at a company, but it's really distributed. And now there's just so many job sites and you can just look up distributed companies or remote companies. And you want to look for companies that are remote first, because that's, in my opinion, completely different than a company that has some remote employees or has switched to remote since COVID started and may not may or may not stay that way. It's like a completely different way of working. Um, so that's something to just watch out for. And yeah, there's so many job boards now uh, of, of roles um, in these types of things. Um, remote okay, uh, work, work you is another one, um, remote.io or something. I don't know, anyways, you can just Google for them. Um, yeah, I'll link to these. And I, and, I, and, I, and I think even on LinkedIn, you can pick remote as a filter yeah. as well and some of the jobs. But yeah, I'll link to some of these on the website. And, and then even in terms of volunteer, I think I've shifted my um, views on that. I was spending a lot of time trying to find an organization in locally uh, and have it. And then I tried out a couple, but I had to go to these meetings, but then I'm traveling all the time. So then I was like, I just need to find an organization that I can help and um, work with that is first of all, I learned wanted, I wanted to be smaller. So again, I don't feel, I felt, I feel like whenever I'm working bigger organizations at this stage in my career, I'm always kind of missing out and I'm always slightly below the where the decisions are being made. Hmm. Um, so I would, so then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to find an organization in an area that I care about that is smaller. And then also allows me to do the work for them remotely because I don't want to have to attend these meetings. Um, and it, and I'll miss them and then I'll be missing out essentially in terms of being able to be with the decisions at these monthly or whatever meetings. So that's been another way that I've um, been able to feel like I'm having impact in my career, which is, yeah, in, in terms of uh, volunteering and, and then using some of the income I'm making from my job uh, to donate each year as well. But yeah. Awesome. I super appreciate you, again, just giving so much detail and going through this process. And I think it's wonderful that you have found this um, great position with Safety Wing. It sounds amazing. I will link to Safety Wing as well so the listeners can check out that company. Again, I appreciate you coming on and, and just sharing your journey and this experience. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, no problem. And if any of your listeners have any questions or anything, they can always uh, feel free to reach out. I don't know if you'll be sharing my email or anything like that, but you can feel free to do yeah. that or you can reach out at Jared, J-A-R-E-D at safetywing.com. Wonderful. And if there's any social media or anything, I can also link to that too.
Uh, yeah, I don't have much going on on social media, but okay, good for you. <laughs> if you want to link to it, go for it. <laughs> good for you. No, I think the email's great. I'll I'll definitely link to Safety Wing and some of these other job posting sites that you mentioned and. I appreciate you so much for for coming on. And to the listeners, thank you again for tuning in this week. I super appreciate your time and definitely check back next week when I have another interesting guest still along the same conversations around nonlinear career trajectories and paths. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until then, take care. Bye.